Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode three of season two of Transformers Animated. It is mission accomplished. This episode was written by Marsha Griffin. That's a name we know on this show. And the oh, last yeah. time on the Transformers Animated, the headmaster returned and was disturbingly excited to be gifted an eight-year-old girl's bedroom. <laughs> and in this episode, we get a communication from... Track! Whoa! I feel it's not keeping this delivery the time of the choice. Oh, what was that, an Ironhide? Well, yeah, blink and you miss him, because that's all you're going to see of Ironhide in this one. He's uh, radioing in that uh, there's been attacks on the edge of the galaxy, and Jazz figures, because we're on the Elite Cards ship here, uh, so Jazz and Sentinel and Magnus are all here. He figures the Decepticons must think Megatron is still alive, and that's kind of rallying them. Yeah, they're attacking space bridges. They they blow the one up. We, we lose the communication with Ironhide. Is he dead? Who knows? No, he's not, because nobody dies in this show. But... <laughs> Yeah, because there's this looming Decepticon threat out on the edges of the galaxy, Magnus wants Optimus to basically pull his crew out from Earth. And oh, no, before he tells them that the Autobots are going to leave, Sentinel has to be a dick and go on about a trial for Optimus. Yep. Because what are you still clinging to this ridiculous theory that there are Decepticons on the Earth and that's the reason why the Allspark got destroyed? And there's no evidence for that because the Decepticon detector hasn't picked up shit. Uh, even though, like, the last episode was about these two starting to bury the hatchet, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah, because there's no proof of Decepticon, uh, Magnus is like, sorry, Optimus, uh, we're leaving. So we go back to Optimus HQ, and sorry is pissed off. Mm-hmm. And Sentinel comes in, and because he's a fucking asshole, he tells her the Autobots aren't her babysitters, they have to leave, and she runs out crying. He's just a dick to... He is such a dick. Like, well, whatever. Uh, there's nothing I have to say here. If you've seen this episode, dear listener, you know Sentinel's a dick for being the dick's purpose he's the purpose of a dick i'm just rambling now because he's such a dick <laughs> whatever he conscripts all the autobots as repair bots for like the real warriors and the leak guard and starts talking to optimus about hey man maybe take the fall for this and take the blame for that and shut your mouth and i'll try to get you back into the elite guard yep as payback for keeping quiet about that incident with headmaster but nope persuasion check failed he <laughs> can eat a dick so now optimus is under arrest yeah he's gonna put him in protective custody which is still Chase's lock. Uh, but we can then go to Starscream, who wakes up on a barge. And this is my... The only thing I like about this episode is where Starscream goes. He wakes up on a barge and can't remember anything. Like, the last thing he remembers is Megatron trying to kill him, I guess. But he also realizes he's not emitting, like, a dissect decepticon signal yeah like he can't detect any of their signals and we're going to find out why about that in a minute but he can't even detect his own but he's like well i can't be offline yet this isn't the well of the allspark whatever he calls it but i am still on this damn planet so i'm gonna find megatron and smash him one because that's his fault <laughs> speaking of megatron we go to his hidden base where some deck uh we find out that he invented a decepticon signal dampener so i guess it just dampens every decepticon signal on the earth plan, yeah because blitzwings like this is crazy like you're standing right beside me to lug nut and, and i can't detect you other than you know just seeing it with my own eyes anyway megatron's so happy with that he wants some deck to build a hyperspace subspace communication relay whatever and some deck's like nope can't do that i need tachyon technology i don't think i think that just sounds like a, that's a fancy word they picked yeah. but he needs tachyon technology and human technology isn't there nope no human scientist has come close to getting that to work and megatron's like we don't need 
need to invent one, man. We'll just steal the tachyon transmitter from the elite guards ship. Yes. Oh, sorry. I said tachyon technology. They need tachyon energy. But are tachyons particles that move backwards through time space? That's physics way over my head, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Most it's, physics anyway. is. <laughs> it's a, it is. You got to give the writer credit. You got to give Marsha credit. It's a, a really cool sounding science word. Like, oh, yeah. like atoms and protons. Yeah. Tachyons? Ooh, I'm in. Anyway, uh, the Autobots, we go back to the Autobots, um, and it's all of them except Optimus, but they're asking Fanzone, they're at his door, if basically if he'll adopt Sari. He's standing there in his house coat, and he's like, why me? And they're like, well, you're the only human we know that isn't a criminal, basically. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you're the best choice we had, and Prowl's like, well, all we all, the only other people we know are Meltdown and Nanosex, so short list. Yep. <laughs> Which, and I'm going to say, this was a missed opportunity for this show was an arc of like sorry getting adopted by fan zone like total odd couple stuff oh that'd be hilarious lemon and math i'll eat your heart out um <laughs> anyway we go back to the elite guard ship and sentinel is again trying to convince optimus to just hey shut up and go along with this no decepticon story and be oh it's because it's important there was a, a moment early in this episode where magnus was said to optimus hey if the AllSpark is gone and Megatron is actually back, that'll sow despair and fear throughout the Autobot ranks, so we just can't tell anybody. Which makes the Autobots kind of shitty. Well, and Sentinel even points out, look, man, forget about this. We're trying to get you to lie shit. Just agree that our Decepticon detector here isn't detecting any. Technically, you're not lying, right? Uh, and while he's saying that, Blitzwing and Lugnut uh, burrow up from the ground and they steal the conveniently Yoink. placed. <laughs> it is It is not just, okay, the tachyon transmitter is not just on the outside of the ship when they grab it. It is bright orange on the outside of a... <laughs> blue ship and it is not real like it, it it's plugged in like a lego brick all it needs was like an arrow pointing at it like taggy honey meter like, oh my god it comes right off but yeah they grab that jump back in the hole they dug and fly out the other side and then starscream is hiding inside in one of those like flying billboards he sees them he transforms and follows them back to the decepticon base and when he gets back he gets well he arrives just in time to see lug not go you know it's like he's presenting an offering to like a god yeah. oh i know yeah uh but starscream kind of interrupts that and he's like oh hey dickhead remember me um and he this is we get some really cool uh action shots here anime action shots starscream starts shooting at megatron who pulls out his sword and flies through the air and slices starscream mm -hmm. smashes that you know like the, the cockpit part of his chest and then when starscream's down he just empties the fucking clip on him with his fusion cannon and then he tells Lugnut make sure he's offline this time so Lugnut goes over and he's like yeah there's nothing his uh well what is he spark chamber's empty and Megatron says ditch it so they toss him off the edge of a cliff into a river and he wakes up and he's like take this motherfucker oh wait what and <laughs> realizes that he cannot die yeah because he sees the allspark shard and his reflection in the water commercial break so when we come back we have this great montage just amazing editing it's got a lot of laughs out of me um the audio we hear is megatron's announcement to all the decepticons and it's about being united as a team and working under his singular leadership yeah and as this united as a team <laughs> message is going starscream uh, uh, many attempts on megatron's life i guess well yeah he runs in tries to attack him again megatron kills him again and then it's the exact same scene of blitzwing and lug nuts <laughs> and throwing him off the cliff <laughs> into the river it's like uncle phil throwing jazz out on the fucking <laughs> Fred Prince. 
But then it happens again, but this time Starstream tries using a bomb like he did in the first episode. Oh, this yeah. time Megatron catches it and throws it back, and he's like doing the funky check and trying to get away from that. <laughs> yes, yes. Zany antics ensue. Uh, my, the only question I have out of this whole thing is, why didn't the elite guard hear this message Megatron sent out? Yeah, you would think. You would think. <laughs> Which, I mean, just makes them that much more useless. Um, there's Actually, there's a line at the end of this, towards the end of this episode, that makes the elite guard completely useless. But we'll get there. What's important is that every time Starscream wakes up at the bottom of this river, and then the, whatever, fifth time... His like all spark. It's it's basically a third eye. It's in yeah. his forehead and it becomes a third eye. It shoots a beam at a dump truck that is like a hundred feet away, <laughs> parked by the river, and has been a hundred <laughs> feet away every time they tossed him off that cliff. But this time, his third eye points out an all spark shard. So how come the truck didn't come alive? Like isn't that how that works? But, uh, I don't know. How Otherwise... come? How come? How come? There's like a dozen how come questions right here. Either way, Starscream takes the shard out of it. And back with the Autobots, Ultra Magnus is now trying to get Optimus to drop his story, but then Jez picks up heightened Allspark activity, and he and Magnus leave to check it out, leaving Sentinel to watch Optimus. And Sentinel just shows how stupid he is here, where Optimus starts hacking away at the computers, and what what are the all there's an Allspark shard on top of a train. Um, and Optimus is like, now we never picked up all spark shards except for Sari's key. And why would this happen? And why that? And hey, what's above? Does a bit of sleuthing and hacking on the computers and realizes Starscream's flying right overhead. In fact, zooms in on him on the screen, turns to Sentinel and says, hey, look what's up. And Sentinel goes, there's no such thing as Decepticons. Yeah, exactly. He's right there oh on the goddamn screen. But now Sentinel puts uh, threatens to put the cuffs on Optimus and Optimus is like you can certainly try dickhead so that, Sentinel I like this. rushes him but Optimus trips him it looks like and it's very quick but now Sentinel has the cuffs on and Optimus leaves to warn Ultra Magnus that he's walking into a trap I really, really, really want to find out what Optimus did to get kicked out of the elite guard because he has proven capable in combat Oh, yeah. Over and over again. And he's proven leadership skills eventually. Like, he must have pissed somebody off. Oh, I know what it is. He slept with Magnus's wife. <laughs> That's what it is. But now we're at the park, and sorry, and comically too big fans own her on the swings. And <laughs> she wants her own phone if she's going to move in, and she doesn't want any bedtime. And then his swing breaks, and this is why he hates kids. And this was the stuff. I wanted to see more of that. I wanted to see that odd couple stuff. Um, but the... Autobots are standing nearby, and they get a call from Optimus saying, Hey, everybody, everything's going to shit. Uh, Decepticons, to the train, come on! So they roll out, and Sari and Fanzone follow after them in his Honda Civic. Yep, because he's not going to let them wreck the city again. And uh, back with Starscream, he's waiting for Megatron to come get the AllSpark fragment he stuck in the train, which he also rigged to blow and take out half the city. Yeah, he conveniently <laughs> monologues all of that. Uh, and But Megatron and Blitzwing basically arrive at the same time at the train or catch up to the train the same time as Magnus and Jazz, because they obviously picked up the AllSpark signature as well. Mm -hmm. And Megatron thinks, you know what, this was too easy. And look, the Autobots are down there. And Blitzwing thinks, oh, it's an Autobot trap. But then they see Starscream and Megatron. Megatron's like, nope, I think it's a Decepticon trap. Yeah, uh, but that doesn't stop Magnus and Jazz from getting on the train. And Starscream's like, sweet, I'm going to blow it up and commercial break. Oh, wait, sorry, sorry. I mean, sweet, I'm going to blow it up and commercial break. And when we come back, they're still hacking away at this shard on the top of the train like croquet mallets. 
Okay, but but they're kind of not. I, mean, I I didn't understand what happened here because Magnus raises his hammer to hit it, but then something just blows them off the train. Well, yeah, the train just kicks into high gear. I oh, thought is that it just what it was? Sails okay. past the other Autobots at a level crossing, and Optimus gives them the orders, and off they go. Yes, and this is where Optimus. This is not only the teamwork. Uh, part of our episode, but this is where Optimus shows he is a capable leader. Again, why did he get kicked off the elite uh, one? Or... Uh, right. But here's here's the important part. The orders are Prowl, go uncouple the passenger car. Sorry, and B, you guys get uh, on the AllSpark and use that key. At least they're using it now, incorporated into the plan. And the rest of us are going to slow down the engine. Mm-hmm. And Bumblebee ramps off the highway down onto the train and transforms with Sari, who can run effortlessly into 100 kilometer an hour winds. And <laughs> She starts using her key to pull the shirt out. Yeah, and I mean, eventually it works. Um, but in the meantime, Prowl doesn't couple the passenger cars. They all go to safety. Uh, she pulls the key out, but they realize the engine's still just flying uncontrolled, and it's going to hit a wall. But conveniently, Optimus has his grapple hook. Yep, and he's grappled onto Bulkhead, who is holding the back of the train. <laughs> and I guess Ratchet helps from the other side with his magnet beams. But yeah, they get the thing to stop. Yeah. And then nice little button to that teamwork scene. Fan, fan zone's like, hey, they did it. And they didn't blow nothing up. <laughs> yes. And Starscream can't believe this shit. He's out of here. And Magnus and Jazz get there. And Optimus hands over the shard. And Magnus looks at it for a second. And he's like, what are you doing here, Optimus Prime? Yeah, and Optimus explains it, and he's like, I don't see any Decepticons. I, how, what a, I get he's the old crumb bum, but Jesus Christ, this guy's dense. <laughs> anyway, Starscream flying off in the air, runs into Megatron and Blitzwing, and he's like, there's actually a fun line. Uh, Megatron says something like, Starscream, I'll get you. And he's like, uh, sorry, you must be thinking of another Harrier jet. Bye! <laughs> yes, he makes a break for it, but they transform and chase after him. And back with the Autobots, Sentinel is here, and boy, is he mad. But then all of a sudden, Starscream's limp body falls out <laughs> of the sky in front of him. It hits the ground, and okay, this was the line I was talking about with Sentinel. He freaks out. He's like, like, what is that in Optimus? This is a throwback to the, you know, organics bit they had earlier. Yeah. Uh, when he's like, oh, don't worry, Sentinel. I forgot you've never seen one of them. So I know that the war hasn't been going on in a while and that Autobots haven't seen many Decepticons in a while. But yeah, has Sentinel never seen a fucking Decepticon? What, like, how is this guy in the Elite Guard? Yeah, exactly. Where where you think that would kind of be a requirement to rise that high in rank right even if he's never seen one he has to have studied them in training and yeah he should at least know what it is yeah, like recognize some americans never see snow in their life but they fucking know what it is right and also okay he's he's looking at a transformer he knows what transformers are obviously it's not an autobot or we, he would say that's an autobot so it's not a fucking autobot what else is it sentinel i hate this character so much i recant sorry should die in a fire and i now say <laughs> sentinel should die in a fire but Starscream sits up and he's like, oh, fuck, not this again. I'm still alive. <laughs> Magnus tells everyone, stay back. I'll deal with him. But Starscream just blasts one point blank in the face. That was a great shot. A great shot. And I do love, at this point, I love Starscream's Groundhog Day energy of like, oh, again. <laughs> yes. Anyway, he, he doesn't run away, just walks away and ball kids like, fuck you, whips the wrecking ball, slams uh, Starscream in the back of the head, and then... 
Oh, B and Ratchet cross the streams at him. Kaboom. He's laying on the ground. And he gets up and he's fine again. Yep. And he just gets up and keeps walking away. Doesn't do a damn thing. And Chaz asks Sentinel, what do we do now? And because he's a fucking asshole, Sentinel has no idea what to do. So Optimus assumes command. And he's like, okay, sorry, and Ratchet. You guys go take care of Magnus. Makes sense. Prowl B and Bulk, uh, fan zone, you guys clear bystanders. And he says to Jazz and uh, Sentinel, the three of us are going to take on Starscream. And right away, Sentinel's like, don't you give me fucking orders. Dude, you just froze. Like, th- this guy is such an asshole. It, <laughs> it it takes me out of the story. It's like Sergeant Lipton and, um, oh, whatever the captain was in that scene in Band of Brothers. where It's like, sir, what do we do? Sir, what do we do? And he's like, all right, man, this is what we're going to do. Because their, their lieutenant or their captain is just useless in that scene. I mean, that character pops up. There's the, the lieutenant or whatever he is in Aliens. He's the same thing and Ripley has to take over. That's a good character. The 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 unqualified commander who falls apart and the young, you know, upstart has their moment. That works. That's a good character. But Sentinel is so such a douchebag to a yeah. comedic level, not a comedic level, to a comical level, depressingly comic level, that it just takes me out of the story every time he opens his fucking big chinned mouth. Jazz tells him, look, guys, we can argue about this later. And they head off they head off after Starscream, who was still just Calmly walking away. Yeah, uh, Jazz attacks him first and just gets knocked out of the fight right away. Uh, Sentinel puts up his shield, and as Starscream is just walking towards him, opening fire, blasting Sentinel's shield, Optimus says, hey, I've got an idea. You just keep him busy. Yep, so he gets in behind Sentinel for a second and grabs the... uh cuffs i guess and then he transforms gets in behind starscream who's still moving in on sentinel like he's blasting him so hard he's pushing sentinel and the shield back yeah yeah but optimus transforms jumps down in front of starscream and slaps the cuffs on him and our next shot is basically starscream actually i love this shot starscream is being taken into custody (laughs) in robot mode with the stasis cuffs and a steel plate bolted to his mouth smart move but he is laying across ratchet and bulk in vehicle mode as they drive him toward the elite guard ship yep and magnus finally admits Optimus must have been telling the truth all along about the Decepticons. Well, fucking yeah. And then Sentinel starts up again, but Magnus is like, can it? I can't. Oh, you know what? I was going to rant again. Dear listener, you know I don't like the Elite Guard. Asterisk excluding jazz uh anyway uh, then okay this is a neat wrap-up where the elite guard leave thank god and uh there's a voiceover of magnus saying uh, optimus you know it's good that you and your crew stay on earth we underestimated you yada 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 uh but we're giving you a big box of stasis cuffs to take care of more decepticons mm-hmm. And back with Megatron, he wants a message sent to their double agent on Cybertron. And uh, the message is space bridges are coming along nicely. Weather continues fine. And keep up the pesky skirmishes to draw the Autobots away from Cybertron. Because when the bridges are ready and Cybertron is left defenseless, he'll conquer it from within. As far as the Elite Guard are concerned, there are no Decepticons on Earth because they can't detect any. There's no evidence. And even though he is telling the truth, Optimus has no evidence of his own to back up his claims. But you know what would prove that the Decepticons are still here? The giant fucking hole in the ground they dug under the force field of the ship before they swiped the tachyon emitter. We didn't see Blitzwing and Lugnut filling it back in and planting some grass before they left. They just flew out of the hole and gone. As soon as Jazz and Magnus came outside, they should have noticed that. Oh, say, that's peculiar. Run the cameras back and we'll see how this hole got here. Oh, two large transformers that match the exact physical descriptions of known Decepticons walked up to the force field in broad daylight and then argued for a few minutes before getting up mining gear and putting on some long slacks and then proceeded to dig a tunnel wide 
wide enough for a heavy bomber to fly out of, which we didn't see or hear them doing because we're fucking idiots, and then stole our tachyon emitter before escaping back through the hole and transforming and flying off with it. Well, at least they weren't Decepticons, because the Decepticon detector didn't detect any the whole time. Sorry, Optimus, clearly they were something else disguised as Decepticons. Robots in disguise, as it were. So, no need to investigate. Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. Mission accomplished. Paul, what did you think? Uh, kind of like, I did not like Sentinel one bit, but it was not a bad episode, I didn't think. It definitely highlighted how, you know, Optimus sticks to his guns, right? Like, even though with the promise of all this shit, and like, it would even be best for the the war effort for the Autobots, good for the morale of the whole thing, just to, you know, keep Megatron and the AllSpark quiet. He's like, no, I have to... I'm not going to hide the truth. Yeah, with Sentinel, oh, I like Sentinel like I like a firm boat of diarrhea. <laughs> you know, it's it's unpleasant. It adds nothing to my life, but I know I and will. And it's feel always better. better when it's gone. <laughs> yeah, when it's done, I will feel better. Um, and I wish they had a. I know I said this earlier, but I wish they had gotten a little more into you know fan zone adopt. Sorry, obviously they don't need to do that anymore. She's back with the Autobots, but that would have. I love those odd couple kind of stories. That would have been great. <laughs> well, the next episode we're going to watch is Garbage In. Garbage out if you want to see some garbage. Then you should find Paul and I on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. He's at P McPherson1. Yeah, Shirley Manson's on there if you want to say hi to her. So make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, whatever you listen to Garbage with. And uh, tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. I listen to Garbage with absolute appreciation. Oh, yeah. You can find old episodes of the Transformers Nipicus Podcast Show. Till the next episode. See you later. No, I think it's a Decepticon trap.